Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week in your business. This is part two of the series on writing B2B scripts, B2B script writing, I think I called it in the last podcast. This is the second part of a two-part series. And if you haven't listened to that first part of the series, I encourage you to do that. Just go back one podcast and listen to that one. In, in the previous podcast, what I talked about is B2B script writing and how it's different from other types of B2B writing projects and how to get those gigs, how to, how to get that work. Well, in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about how to write for these projects, some tips and ideas on actually how, how to write these things. So just as a quick review, last week I talked about B2B script writing and I talked about how it's different in two ways, uh, different in how you get the gigs and different in how you write these projects. Last week I talked about getting the gigs. Now I want to talk to you about how to write these projects. Now as you may recall, there's four types of B2B scripts that I focused on. Sales scripts for sales professionals, video scripts, particularly those sales video scripts that you see on websites, speech writing, and Broadcast commercials, particularly radio commercials, because that's far more common than than television commercials in in B2B. So sales scripts, video scripts, speech writing, and and radio commercials. So like I said, last week I went over how to get these gigs, who to talk to, and what to say, and how to approach companies to get this type of work. Because the rules for getting this type of work is a little different than the mainstream uh, B2B copywriting work that you're after. It's, it's a bit different than getting gigs for writing a website or a series of emails or a direct mail piece. It's just the rules are a little bit different and I went over those with you last week. So now I'm going to give you some tips on how to write these things. Now I have one big caveat is that for any of these types of projects I could probably do a full day workshop on it. I could probably do a full day workshop on writing scripts for sales professionals. And I could probably easily do a full day workshop on writing uh, video or writing speeches for executives or writing radio commercials. So I can't give you all the nuts and bolts in this short podcast. But what I am going to do is to touch on some of the very basics of writing each, each of these types of projects and give you some additional tips and, and ideas so you get a sense of what's involved. And later on, if you want to go more deeply into each of these projects, well, there's many resources at awaionline.com that can help you. So let's get started with the first one, which is sales scripts. Now, as I mentioned last week, a sales script is a script used by professional salespeople to help them in making better prospecting phone calls or follow-up phone calls. It basically is a tool to help them uh, use the phone in order to, to help sell. Um, some professional salespeople uh, 
wouldn't even consider using a script written by someone else. But a lot of professional salespeople uh, will gladly use a script written by a copywriter, I, either as, as a, just a way to get some ideas or to follow the script verbatim. In fact, in my experience with writing uh, a sales scripts for, for sales professionals, usually it goes like this. If the company has experienced salespeople, like real full-time professional B2B salespeople, then typically they're not going to read a script verbatim, word for word. Uh, instead, they're going to use a script that you wrote for them. And they're going to look at it and they're going to use it perhaps as a guide. Or maybe they'll get some ideas or verbiage from it that they'll use in their own way when they make telephone calls and prospecting calls and so forth. That's perfectly fine. In fact, um, I find that a lot with experienced salespeople. If a company has inexperienced salespeople, and in other words, if they have an inside staff that are making some follow-up calls on a lead-generating campaign that the company did, and this inside staff, they're not really experienced commissioned salespeople, then they may very well read the script verbatim, word for word, okay? And that's fine, too. So when you're writing a sales script for a company, the first question you need to ask is, is this going to be for experienced salespeople or inexperienced salespeople? If it's for experienced salespeople, what, what you would typically do is write four or five versions of the script, perhaps with slightly different approaches for each script. And that way, the sales, the experienced sales professional can look at that and go and cherry pick. They'll go, okay, I like what you say in the number three script. I'll use some of that. I'll combine it with number four. I'll put in my own words, and that's what I'll use. Okay, and an experienced sales professional is able to do that because they're experienced. If you're writing for inexperienced salespeople, then I recommend writing a single script, just one script, because in all likelihood, they just want to follow one script to guide them through the process of making a phone call. They don't want to create their own script based on a bunch of other ideas. So that's your first question you need to ask. Experienced or inexperienced salespeople? Now, once you sit down and actually write this sales script, the basic rules of copywriting apply. You know, you write about the benefits, you focus on differentiation, you make an offer, there's a call to action. It's very similar to, uh, you know, writing any other type of marketing piece. The same basic rules apply. But there are some key differences. Number one is you need to write for the ear. You need to write for someone's voice. Someone is speaking those words. So it has to be highly conversational. So you got to read the script out loud yourself. And if it sounds stilted or, uh, you know, cumbersome or something that someone just wouldn't say, then it's not going to work. Also, you have to use just a few words. Most sales scripts are less than 50 or 60 words. You don't have a lot of words. Because when a sales professional is making a phone call, especially a prospecting phone call or so-called cold call, then uh, they need to get to the point quickly. So you can't have this uh, long-winded lead-up or anything of that nature. You have to get to the point fast. You have to make your point fast. And the reason is that you don't have that many words to work with. 
You have to really uh, say what you need to say in a sales script, usually with no more than 50, 60 words. So you don't have a lot of time. And also you need to get to the point and at the very first sentence. So your first sentence has to be a winner. It has to get to the point. It has to say what this phone call is about in the first sentence. Otherwise, the person on the other end of the call is going to be impatient. They're not going to listen to anything else. And also, you need to end the initial part of the script with a question, okay, because you want this to start a conversation. So let me give you an example of a sales script that I wrote many years ago for a company. Now, uh, you may not understand what the product is all about. You don't need to, but just but just, uh, just, just listen to this script. Um, and just to set this up a little bit, the way the script is written is that, that the salespeople are calling because they have been, um, they're calling people who have been recommended to them. So you'll understand that when I read the script. So here's the script. So phone rings, obviously. The other person answers. Hi, John. This is Steve Sloan White calling on behalf of ABC Company. Jane Smith asked me to give you a call. She suggested that you may be interested in a 20-minute webinar we're sponsoring called The Future of Lost Payee Notification. It features how companies like Permanent General Insurance and Tower Hill Insurance are reducing costs by 50% while virtually eliminating risk. The webinar is hosted by Dr. Marvin Carlo, a recognized expert in the field. Uh, John, I'd like to email you an invitation to this webinar. Would that be okay with you? Now, in the script, it says, if yes, then you're, you're, you're to say, thank you. Uh, what's your email address? And then the script that says, if no, you say, is there someone else in your company we should be talking to? Okay, so that is an example of a script. And a professional salespeople may, uh, person may just adapt that to their own use. Or an inexperienced salespeople will read it pretty much uh, verbatim. But you see how it gets to the point very, very quickly. It doesn't use a lot of words. It focuses on a very clear benefit, say 50%. And it ends with a question. John, I'd like to email an invitation to you for this webinar. Would that be okay with you? Question mark. Always end it with a question so the other person can respond. So that's an example of a sales script. And like I said, I could do a full day workshop just on sales scripts. But that, that will give you some ideas. Now, let's talk about video scripts. Now, if you're writing a video skip, script, I'm talking about the short videos, videos that you see on company websites. They're usually one, two, maybe three minutes long. And they're designed to promote the product. I am not talking about training videos or, or uh, videos that train people on, on a product. I'm talking about sales videos here. And like I said, they're usually short, two, three minutes long at most. First of all, when it comes to writing a video that's only two or three minutes long, don't worry about formatting. You know, there's a lot of formatting software out there for videos. You don't really need it. What's likely to happen is that the video production company producing the video is going to put it into the format that they prefer anyway. So just write it out. You don't need to format it. And we're talking about a page equaling about a minute of, of, of video time. So each page is approximately a, a, a minute of, of video. So a three-minute video is really just three pages. 
That's not a lot. <laughs> so you really have to get to the point quickly in a video. And you really, every single word has to count. One thing to keep in mind with videos when you're writing the script, remember that it's words and pictures, words and images. So never say something if you can show it. Okay, if you can show it on the video, don't also say it. It just wastes too much time. Take advantage of the format. If something can be uh, shown in a, or explained in a visual way, make sure that you write that into the script. It's, it's explained in a visual way and use as few words as possible. People will remember mostly what they see rather than what they hear in a video. So take advantage of, of, the, of, the, of the visual aspect of video. Okay, and don't write too many words. The number one mistake I see with writers writing video script is too many words. Things explain too much. If you're trying to explain something, think, think how you might be able to more easily explain it with the visuals on the screen rather than having a narrator or something or someone uh, being long-winded trying to explain something. Okay, also... Understand the uh, parameters of the video, especially when it comes to budget and formatting. Um, if the you know if the video is simply going to be a narrator and there's just pictures on the screen, then you need to write to that format. If the company has the budget for professional talent and you know things of that nature, you can write that in. But make sure you understand the constraints of of the video before you write the script. You don't want to write a script with 17 actors in it. <laughs> when the company can only afford uh, a, a one talking head video with perhaps some graphics, okay? So keep in mind, I ask a lot of questions about the budget and about the parameters of the video and uh, make sure you write within those parameters. And also you wanna make it crystal clear when you're writing a video. People will rarely rewind a video in order to review something that they didn't understand the first time. Okay, so you need to make sure they do understand it the first time by being very crystal clear in everything you say. And in fact, these days, I mean, have you ever tried to scroll back on an online video to get to one section that you missed or didn't quite understand? It's a pain, isn't it? You can't get that exact spot and the video's jerking around all over the place. So people don't do that. So don't do that, <laughs> okay? Uh, make sure that you uh, are, are crystal clear in everything you say so the viewer can understand it the first time. So that gives you some tips on writing video. If you'd like to see an example of a video, there's a video I did for a client recently that you can find on YouTube. And I won't give you the uh, URL because it's just too long and cumbersome for this podcast. But what, what you can do is go to YouTube do a search for PPI Realty 100% Commission. That's PPI Realty, Realty 100% Commission. And you'll find the video for my client, PPI Realty, and uh, you'll, you'll find their, their video on 100% Commission. I wrote that, and that gives you a, a good example of, of how a video is written. And you'll notice through there how few words there are and how the words work with the images and how a lot of the explanation is happening on screen with the, video, with the visuals. So that is 
writing videos. And like I said, I could do a full day workshop on this. This just gives you some pointers. Now let's talk about speech writing for executives of B2B companies. This is a little bit different because, you know, and I hesitated even including this simply because it's, it's a little outside the realm of copywriting and it's getting more into corporate communications and PR, but it is a type of script writing. I have done a few of these over the years and you may get the opportunity yourself. So let's talk a little bit about uh, speech writing. Let me just give you some of the basics. Uh, and by the way, the basics are similar in many ways to writing a, a sales script or writing a video in that you're writing for the ear. You're writing uh, words that's going to be heard and spoken rather than read. So you want to make sure that when you write a speech for anybody, that it's going to be conversational. It needs to be very conversational. You need to, when you write this, you need to read it out loud yourself and ask yourself, would I actually speak this way? <laughs> okay, so uh, make sure you write your script very, very conversational. You want, it, it, you want it to sound natural. You want it to sound spontaneous. Now, when it comes to word count, speakers doing a presentation on stage will uh, speak at a rate of approximately 100 to 125 words per minute. And there'll also be the odd break and pauses and, you know, maybe some improv in there and reactions to the audience and things of that nature you have to account for. So for a 30-minute speech, keynote speech or presentation, you're talking about about 2,500 words, and that's around seven or eight pages, okay? So that gives you an idea of length. Um, and one important aspect of writing a speech for an executive is that you don't want to put in too much information. Because people are listening and they can only take in so much. Uh, when people listen to a presentation or speech, they can only take in a few key facts. And they also remember a few key stories. So your speech, when you're writing this speech or presentation, should be based around a few key facts. And it's supported by a few key stories. So... When you're writing your speech, make a list of four, five, six facts that you really want to get across that are really important, uh, the points you want to get across, and then come up with stories or examples or scenarios that support those. If you write your speech that way, it's going to become much more interesting and more memorable because people only remember a few key facts and they remember the stories, especially if they're good stories. Okay? And just as a reminder... A story doesn't have to be a real story. It can be an example. It can be a scenario. And it can be a real life story as well. Okay. So that gives you some ideas of writing a speech. And again, I keep saying this, do a full day workshop on this. This gives you some of the pointers. And the final one is writing a radio commercial. Now, I'm not talking about a flashy radio commercial uh, with lots of actors. And these things are done uh, at the big mass advertising uh, ad agencies. And you're likely not to get involved in writing those types of radio commercials. What I'm talking about is the mainstream radio commercials that some B2B companies uh, get made that are quite simple. They either have a single narrator or sometimes they'll have two narrators or two actors uh, working off each other. 
Okay, so these are very simple scripts. So let me give you some um, ideas around writing radio commercials. Number one is they, they follow the same rules of copywriting. You have to you start with a bang, focus on a big benefit, you know, have a call to action. All the things you do when you're writing sales copy for B2B companies, all those basics you need to incorporate in your radio commercial. Like the other types of scripts, you got to write for the ear. You got to write to be heard. You got to write for someone's voice. People are listening. They're not reading. Okay. You got to be crystal clear. Also, and this is a quirky um, aspect of writing radio commercials, is that most people listen to the radio while driving or sometimes maybe working out or in some other situation where it's not easy for them to write something down. So when it comes to telephone numbers and web addresses, you got to make sure that you communicate those very clearly. My rule is that if, the, if it's a telephone number, I make sure that it's mentioned twice in the radio script. Same with web addresses. And also, if your client has some cumbersome web address, some cumbersome domain that's difficult to remember, suggest to your client that they have a different web address for the radio commercial, something simple and easy to understand. They can simply forward that address to their main site. It's no big deal. But for radio, you want to make sure that someone driving to work is going to remember the web address. So you want to make sure it's simple and memorable. And again, mention it twice. And also when you're writing for uh, radio, these commercials tend to be very short. Sometimes they're just 10 seconds long or 20 seconds long. In some cases, 30 seconds long. And by the way, you have to ask about the length of the commercial before you write it. Uh, So regardless of how long it is, 30 seconds or less, you don't have time to uh, create a bullet list of benefits. You can't turn a bullet list into a radio commercial. You really only have time to focus on one major big benefit. It could be a discount offer. It could be a huge cost savings. It could be a huge boost in productivity or something of that nature. But uh, focus on one big benefit. Uh, you can't list them all in a radio commercial. Okay, So that gives you some ideas on writing radio commercials. And like I keep saying, you could do a, I could do a full day workshop on this. If you want more resources on writing these different types of materials, uh, go to awaionline.com forward slash B2B, and you'll see some other resources on writing these types of materials if you want to go deep. So that is uh, B2B script writing. And to be honest with you, I feel a little guilty because I really haven't done each of these topics just as simply because this is the podcast format. But hopefully I've whetted your appetite a little about these types of unique projects and perhaps encourage you to go after some of them if you if they interest you. Because I can tell you from experience, some of these script writing projects are a lot of fun to write. And when you see the results, especially if it's a video or a radio commercial and you get to, you get to see it or hear it, It's quite an experience, (laughs) okay? So that's this week's B2B Writing Success Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and profited from it. Uh, If you'd like to listen to back issues or get more uh, resources on B2B writing, go to b2bwritingsuccess.com. 
You can get a lot of great information there. And also, if you have any topic suggestions or ideas for this podcast, would you do me a favor and reach out to me? My email address is steve at steveslomwhite.com, and you can reach me right there. So I am Steve Slomwhite, and I look forward to chatting with you during next week's podcast. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. 